what if there was a place where wanting it all meant getting it too? New Cape Line's sparkling cocktails are swooping in to transport you to a seriously delicious paradise. They come at you with all the flavor you want and nothing you don't in margarita, hard strawberry lemonade, and blackberry mojito varieties. Plus, they're made with just six simple ingredients and nothing artificial. Welcome to having your cake and eating it too. Head to capeline.com and find out where you can get your hands on the go-to drink of this summer. Welcome to Capeline. Celebrate responsibly 2019 Capeline Beverages, Memphis, Tennessee. If you spend with brands like Uber, Starbucks, Trader Joe's, and Sephora, then you're missing out on free cash rewards with the Drop app. For a limited time, if you head to the App Store or Google Play and sign up for Drop using the code BACHELOR, you'll receive a $10 Starbucks gift card right away. Make sure to link a debit or credit card to the app when you sign up to claim your reward. And now, let's batch. He's so hot. It's easy to get caught up in what this is. <laughs> All right. So were you in the middle of taking my shirt off? Or oh, yeah, yeah, I was. I was just on your body. And, and <laughs> <laughs> it's like, can we just skip the main course and go to the dessert? Luke P is the dessert. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. This is presented by our friends at Cape Line on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm gathered here today to discuss the second episode of Hannah Beast's season with my old friend Lauren Zima. Hello, Lauren. Juliet, thank you so much for having me. Of course. I'm happy to have you back. I'm happy to be back, and I just want to say a thank you, if I may, sure. for the Diet Coke. <laughs> you know, Kate Hallowell got that for you, so thanks, Thank Kate. you, Kate. I, this will be my one and only mention of Game of Thrones, but I'm so just tired after watching the finale that I was like, girl... I, I drink Diet Coke when I'm desperate for caffeine. It works for me better than coffee. Do you drink coffee in the desperate. morning? I have four shots of espresso on ice every Whoa. night in my life. <laughs> do you make that at home or do you buy it? Oh, I mobile order that to Starbucks. I pick it up every day. I love it so much. But Diet Coke is a rarity where, like, it sets me over the edge even more. There's a burn to the, it. Huh. Those chemicals. Huh. Interesting. I'm <laughs> Whatever Coke, it is. I don't really drink soda anymore. I went cold turkey years ago. But I used to love Coke Zero. Oh, love. Yeah. Well, thank like, you for this. needed to have it every day. Okay. Thank you. Let's get into it. Episode two. Fun episode. Some high wattage cameos, honestly. And Fred Willard, of course. So we got three dates. We're going to talk about all of them. We got the one-on-one with my my personal pick for myself, not for Hannah, Tyler G. Ah. I just also— Based on? Um, I'll tell you when we get to him. Right. But I like him even more than based on his photo only. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all I right. I say that because he reminds me of Matthew McConaughey, but we'll get into it. Oh, interesting. That's a plus <laughs> in my mind. Um, and then there was a second group date, which was the roller derby. Thrilled that that was a male roller derby, not female. I mm-hmm. like, like that breaking of convention. We'll get there. But let's begin with the first group date. It was with Miss J, Alyssa, and Alaska from RuPaul's Drag Race. Fabulous, wonderful, and Miss J, of course, of one of my favorite reality shows of old from the UPN days. What was it? America's Next Top Model. Oh, yeah, of course. Are, yes. she, are they all on RuPaul's Drag Race, or did I make that up? I don't think Miss J is. She's not. She's I think, just from America's Next Top I think Top perhaps model. has guested, but gotcha. I loved Miss J on ANTM. And can I just say, this is one of my all-time favorite cameo guest judge moments like ever in the history of a group date. They brought so much energy. Their eyes told stories. Their have, wide-eyed expressions. I have a weird comment, which is I think this is one of the best group dates in the history of the entire franchise. 
I'm so with you. It was really good. It was really good because not only did they bring it, this fabulous trio, but Hannah had great commentary and the guys all brought Incredible. personality, silliness. I like they we worked actually, it. We actually learned about the guys through this pageant, which yes. is which often these group dates that does not happen. Like when they have to like write a song or tell a story. But we actually, for whatever reason, putting them in their speedos, we got to know a lot about them. And we learned so much about Hannah. I would be so interested to know the behind the scenes of, you know how usually when they do a sort of performative date like this, there's always a guy who's super nervous or who can't handle it. Yeah. And we didn't have that. And I don't know if it was intentional, but I just felt that they had brought a group of guys to this date who none of them really had those fears. And I was kind of glad that like, I didn't miss that storyline. You know, I didn't miss yeah. that Hannah had to encourage someone to, like, get out there and show your thing. They just all did it, and they all did it in different ways, and it was fun. The most shy was probably Mike, right? Was he the most shy? I, I don't even remember. I just remember him working it, and they all looked great. They all, they all <laughs> did look great. Who do you think Hannah was into the most based on the Speedo aspect? Luke felt like, oh, Luke. yeah. I mean, Jed looked great. Jed was kind of a surprising definition of country singer end of definition in this <laughs> moment. I didn't see it coming. And, you know, I will say one thing, and it's my one critique of it. I didn't dig it when the women were chanting, take it off, because this is one of those moments where if the roles were reversed. Yeah, that'd be inappropriate. It would be totally uncool. And I was not there for that. But other than that, I loved literally every single minute of this. Like the reactions from Hannah and that trio up there with her, I'm going to miss Jay, Alyssa, and Alaska, yeah. their names are to say, were captivating in themselves. I loved the way they cut back and forth. Like John Paul Jones with that hair Hilarious. flip, with that unicycle, I Love him. It was hilarious. We'll talk about the guys in a second, but let's just talk about Hannah. Mm -hmm. Hannah is now the most sexual bachelorette since Caitlyn. Yes. And I fucking love it. Like, this is great. She's 24 years old. She's very pretty. Like, she's got all these guys vying after her. And for her, this is like an exciting, arousing experience. And I feel like that's the most honest the show has been in a really long time. I think that Hannah's honesty is going to be everything that we will love about this season. I, I, so I've interviewed her a couple times now for Women Tell All. We always do an interview at the Leeds first photo shoot, like before filming starts. And what made me feel really good was, I'll just be honest, when I interviewed her at Women Tell All, I loved everything she said, but it was buried in a fair amount of rambling. Yeah. <laughs> like I was like, okay, babe has great things to say, but we got to find the pearls amongst the rocks. And then when I interviewed her at her photo shoot, things had, it was an improvement. I was yeah. like, okay, I don't know if she's gotten a little training from the PR team or what, but it's more concise now. And she's still delivering these amazing sound bites, which is so fun for me when I'm interviewing someone. And then watching her on the show, I just felt like every single ITM moment we had with her, every reaction was something worthwhile. She was saying something different about how she felt about each guy. And I agree with you on the sexuality. It wasn't during this group date, but later when she was talking yeah. about how Luke like took her took her breath, I was like, yeah. yes, girl, take that breath. When she was like, he's the dessert and Let's yes. get straight to, the, to that yes. course. I loved it. Luke grosses me out, but it, yeah. it's okay. Well, again, <laughs> we'll we'll discuss that. I, I also just felt like her cackling and like heckling of her own contestants was so funny. And <laughs> I really liked it. I just was like, this girl is dope and she wants to have fun. And I, I really enjoyed it. And it also was just sort of like, it just was weird to me to actually have one of these dates like be instructive on who these dudes are like you never expect that like they're usually they're just filler 
particularly last season with Colton, I feel like we never learned anything about any of the girls through the dates. The talents were better than they... I, I feel like we've done things like this in the past. Yeah. I can't think of any off the top of my head. But there have been times... Oh, when it was on a... Oh, my gosh. Whose season? Wasn't it Ben Higgins' season where they had to show talents or something? Yeah. They do this a lot. Yeah. But for and one... It is of, usually more on The Bachelor than The Bachelorette. Yes. And for the first time in a long time, I felt that the talents showed off who they were. And you know what? I liked that Jed's singing didn't get him everywhere. Me too. I liked that there was uh, there was a challenge to him on that. It's like, nah, dude, you're going to have to step it up more is, than that song. Is Jed even that good of a singer? That's an interesting question. I felt he did better at the mansion than he did on stage at the talent I show, I don't actually. think he's that good of a singer. Okay. <laughs> it's fair. Maybe he's a great lyricist. Maybe he's, you know, it's I mean, a combination. He is talented. He plays the guitar as well, which is good. Mm-hmm. He seems like he enjoys performing, which is, she seems really into him. Like, yes. Super duper into him. Uh, I don't want to jump ahead, but I thought it was very telling when she was upset that he, of all people, saw her and Luke yes. towards the end. Yes. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about Luke on this date. So oh. Luke is the last one to, to do the Speedo walk, and then mm-hmm. she, like, dying over him, acts like he's an Adonis. In my opinion, he's not the most attractive one, but that's just, like, it's personal preference. I He's obviously objectively handsome. Well, very chiseled body. Some people have been comparing him to Colton, and I want to know what you think of that. I've seen side-by-sides on Twitter. I think he's Hannah's type, is I guess what I'm saying. When I asked her, she was she said something like, you know, I like kind of a beefy guy, and I like a guy who maybe looks like he hasn't showered, but doesn't smell like he hasn't showered. <laughs> and I get that. Like, he's got a little scruff. He's definitely muscly. I agree with you. He's not my type. I'm not into the over-definition. I don't me like— either. And that's just me. I don't like a guy who looks like he's— been working out nonstop. Also, because he probably has been working out nonstop. And, right, because you're and, like, you need to be busy or something else. <laughs> and I'm also just like, this. your your workout gym schedule is going to affect my schedule negatively because I'm not going to want to, to uh, dedicate as much time as you are. It's just about finding someone who has the right life reasons for things that they do as you. Sure, yeah. exactly. It's, it's just, it doesn't map against my priorities. Mm-hmm. Perhaps it does for someone else's. So Luke tells her as his talent? That he's starting to fall in love with That's her. not a talent. Thanks for bringing it up. <laughs> Luke just, like, gave a short speech. And this is not a public speaking class. It is, mm-hmm. That's not a talent. He wasn't particularly good at it. It just also was, like, the kind of thing that I felt could have been fed to him to do. Because maybe in his personality, he would want to, like, be that showy. But it just—it's so not a talent. And they obviously all had, like, one—like, you could tell from other people's— um, like kind of this, the way they edit it together. Like everyone had like one-on-one time with one of the three drag queens. And uh, I have a hard time believing that in the spirit of the competition, Miss J, Alyssa, or Alaska would have been like, yeah, just tell her how you feel. That's enough. That's mm-hmm. your talent. Go for well, it, Well, they man. all seemed pretty shocked uh, yes. when they cut to their faces. Probably not what he had showed them like behind the scenes or whatever. Yes. And I have such an issue <laughs> with... The phrase, I'm starting to fall in love with you. I understand that the show uses it a lot. I get that it makes for good TV. but And I get that this is TV and this isn't real life. But I, and, I, and I implore this to anyone. Please tweet me. Let me know. Does anyone ever say that no. in a relationship ever? Another, No, they don't. In addition to that, how often in a relationship do you like just get like struck by like, wow, this is how I feel with such crystal clarity? A hundred percent. And then, and Luke kept saying, I mean, Luke did say the only thing I'll give him in his credit is he was like, this is unusual for me, whatever. I've also taken issue with how frequently he is telling Hannah that she's the most beautiful woman he's ever seen. Yeah. I 
Hannah's gorgeous. But I, these extremes that he's speaking with so quickly are obviously raising a lot of red flags for everyone. He is defending himself by saying, oh, I've never felt this way. I, I get how weird this is. But I like that Hannah called him out. Me too. Well, let's jump ahead to the, fi- the very end of the episode, mm-hmm. which is after the rose ceremony. He obviously gets a rose. She's doing an ITM post-ceremony, and he just barges in. And I, one thing we got in this episode is a lot of people are just, like, making their own rules. ABC always be coming for Hannah, ABC I guess. ABC always be, always be, <laughs> yeah, I like that. ABCH, uh-huh. a local affiliate, always be coming for Hannah. Um, so she's doing the ITM. He comes in. And to her credit, I, I just, I think so highly of Hannah. I think that she's, someone actually told me this before the season, and I'm like, yeah, it's right. She's really smart. Like, I think that, People like me underestimate a Southerner very often just Hmm. with how they sound. And she is, I think, like pretty fast and sharp and a smart woman. I I like it. And she said to him when he comes into the interview room and he and and he has her sit on her lap and he's she's like, you know what you're saying. It's scaring me. It's not a competition thing. And then he interrupts her, which drives me crazy. Like she's speaking. Don't interrupt. And he's like, no, it's 100% real. But I like how she's being very specific about, like, the kind of quote-unquote wrong reasons. Like, there will be no one here accused of being here for the wrong reasons without the reasons being stated. Mm -hmm. Because Hannah is, like, she's just so her own self. And she's like, it's not a competition. It's about, like, what you're feeling or whatever. And I, I really liked that moment. And I thought it made her look awesome and... I mean, she's obviously just really sexually attracted to him since she's been out with him despite her misgivings. Well, you're right. I mean, there's a lot of things coming together here to make me feel so good about the season already. As you pointed out, perhaps the most, if definitely not the most, sexuality since Caitlin Bristow. And maybe this early. I mean, Rachel Lindsay had some hot makeouts with, like, Peter. Like, that was a good moment. But it's it's early it's on. It's different. It's like night whatever for her to be taking his shirt off for a massage, and I, I'm here for it. I don't think we've had a woman, like, cackling with, like, a bunch of men in Speedos like that before. Mm-hmm. And, like— Well, and how about that teaser trailer moment? I don't know what it's going to be, but where it's her and some guy, and they jump out of something, but they look to be, like— almost naked, but like harnessed in. Hannah, love oh, it. I'm here for it. And then her her and Luke at the cocktail party, they're like giving each other massages and she takes his That's shirt what I mean. off. Yes, yeah. it's nuts. Like, but I'm, it's great. And well, and you saying her being really smart, I think what's also fascinating is, you know, we're seeing a progression because yeah. we saw Hannah on the first date with Colton Barely able to give a toast. Yeah. Um, what she references. Well, yeah. And she then was on AFR and it's live TV. And, you know, it's her first time on live TV. And, okay, so she stumbled. And, like, you know, Chris has said that was a little scary. But now we're seeing her make such a quick rise, such a, a quick improvement onto her ability to, to speak her feelings clearly, to give toasts, to, like, say these things. She's very quickly learning how to TV and how to get her personality out there really, really crystal clear. Yeah. And we're also seeing someone, I think, come as a product of her experience having been Colton's season, where he did change the rules, where he did switch things up. I mean, quote-unquote, change the rules. There aren't really rules, but whatever. Break the he wheel. Did. Yeah, break the wheel. Oh, Sorry. there's that GOT reference. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'll take it. No, I'm glad it happened. I'm glad it wasn't me. But she is, you know, I think she has a real understanding of what she wants yeah. coming out of and like seeing kind of what Colton did a little bit. And it's really, it's really ramping things up quickly. Yeah. And I like it. And then, uh, so Jed catches her with a shirtless mm-hmm. Luke P, which is just like hilarious. Just so funny. <laughs> I think he said something like, 
but yeah, dude, it's like not appealing or what? <laughs> like he yeah. was really dry about it. And it was really funny. It was really, really funny. Yeah. Um, and then she goes and talks to Jed afterwards, to, like smooth things over. And, and by the way, her hair is like really tasseled and like her, her makeup has like looked like she's just making out someone for 30 minutes. Like just hilarious. And she's so honest that she literally kept saying, I don't know what to do here. I don't yes, know what to do here. And I, I loved was, that. That's what I wanted to bring up. She's like, this is so awkward. And Jed's like, it's more <laughs> awkward for you than it is for me. Like it, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, it's fine. And I just felt like it was so refreshing. It was so real. 100%. I, I don't know. I'm I'm loving it so far. I'm, I, so, I'm also like, I was very much like, I, I wanted Hannah to be the bachelorette. And I was like, I think she's going to be good. She's going to be a train wreck. It'll be entertaining. She's not a train wreck, but it is very entertaining. And I'm just like happy for her and like glad it's like working out this way so far. I mean, it's only two episodes, but I think you know what you're getting with the lead by the end of episode two. And like, we're mm. getting a lot. I also wonder if there was a bit of an advantage in like, for me personally, when those teal background photos of the men were released, my expectations were low. Everyone, <laughs> this is good, because this takes me to Tyler G, who I want to talk about. So okay. let's go there. But first, let's talk about today's sponsor. Give your space a fresh new look with sleek designs and stylish furnishings from Article. Article is the easiest way to buy beautiful modern furniture online. They cut out the middleman to directly sell you their goods and keep prices low. That means no showrooms, no salespeople, and no retail markups. In fact, you'll save 30% over traditional prices. Article focuses on quality and construction with beautifully crafted contemporary pieces dedicated to a modern aesthetic and Scandinavian simplicity. Article offers fast, flat rate shipping anywhere in the U.S. and Canada, starting at just $49, free basic shipping on all orders over $999. In-stock items will be delivered in two weeks or less, and they offer additional options for in-room delivery and assembly assistance, plus a simple 30-day return policy. Article is offering listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash bachelor. That's article.com slash bachelor, and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. Go now to article.com slash bachelor to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Let me also tell you about OpenFit, a brand new, super simple streaming service that takes all the complexity out of losing weight and getting fit. Everyone has a different body, and OpenFit gets that. And that's why it personalizes to your needs with custom tailored original content. Not to mention, with OpenFit, you can work out anywhere in as little as 10 minutes a day using your computer, web-enabled TV, tablet, smartphone, or Roku. OpenFit has changed the way I work out. And with my code PARTY, P-A-R-T-Y, you can join me on a fitness journey personalized for you. I don't always have time to go to the gym, so I'm so happy to do it at home on my Roku TV. Again, use the code PARTY, P-A-R-T-Y, and start using OpenFit for your journey to a healthier life. Right now, during the OpenFit 30-Day Challenge, you can get a special extended 30-day free trial membership where you can lose up to 15 pounds in 30 days. Just text P-A-R-T-Y to 303030, that's 303030, and you'll get full access to all of OpenFit's workouts and nutrition information for free. Again, that's P-A-R-T-Y to 303030. Standard message and data rates may apply. Now let's get back to the show. All right, Lauren, thank you for bringing up the photos that were released. Mm. Everyone looks significantly more attractive on the show than they do in their photo. And that's like hard to do. They looked sickly in those photos. But there are Why no, is the lighting so it's like it's so bad and so varied? Here's my theory. I, I think that they were maybe photos that that got taken quickly at casting calls or maybe. that the guys sent in and then that teal background was photoshopped in because now better photos, official photos, are up 
on ABC's They're site. They're still unappealing, though. Unattractive. You think? Yeah. I mean, you know, look, I, I feel I look better in motion than, than in a still photo. Maybe, I maybe that's so just it. <laughs> I, I hope so, know. too. But you would think they'd put these people in the best light possible. Well, or, you know, I love to theorize just like with Game of Thrones. Um, maybe it was, maybe our bar was set low purposefully, which I wouldn't complain about. Like, there's some weird facts, as always, about them up on the site. Like, you know, they're well, just— did you notice this year someone, like, wrote them through? Like, some woman on, like, the ABC Digital team, like, wrote the bios. Like, Tyler uh-huh. is a student, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And on the side, he has this kind of business— Will Hannah love to ride a boat with Tyler? Mm. Only time will tell. Like something like that. And like someone had to take time to write those. It's I, I truly miss the days. It actually only happened one season, but it was incredible. When they put the full questionnaire online. Yes, that was amazing. It was it was incredible. And like that's the kind of insight that, you know, mm-hmm. really does tell you a lot about the people. But Tyler in particular, I was I was really into him. This is just him to come like one of my pet interests, like a la Ben Higgins. Um, Are you into Ben? I never. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, get, uh, I don't even. I'm like uncomfortable around Ben. Just kidding. Not anymore. <laughs> um, I love Ben, dear friend. Anyway, dear friend, friend of the pod. Love Ben. We all love Ben. We all love Ben. <laughs> um, see, now I'm uncomfortable. Just kidding, <laughs> Tyler. <laughs> I love you with this glow, Juliet. The Ben glow. Tyler said on his bio, "I'll never forget it for the rest of my days." That he likes to read, go to Soul Cycle, and ride on his boat. Those are three things that I love to do. Literally, I love to read. I love Soul Cycle, and I also love to ride on a boat, like big time. I'm just like Tyler. When are we going on a date? Plus, I love like the idea of therapy and like Freud and and psychiatric pursuits. And he's getting a PhD in psychology. I just love he Tyler. Is? Yes. Okay, I need to go back and reread these bios. See, and that's why I was so shocked. I, you know what? I'll be honest. I haven't read them. I was shocked that Tyler got the first one-on-one. I was like, Tyler is appealing to me, but how could he possibly be appealing to Hannah? Oh, I just realized you're talking about that, Tyler. Okay, we got to still use their first letter. Sorry, Tyler G. I'm with you. That's when I said Matthew McConaughey earlier. I was referring to the other Tyler. Oh, wow. This makes a lot more sense now. I totally see that, Tyler, for you. Okay. (laughs) I got it now. Because I know you fairly well. Yeah. And I was in my head. I'm like, no. Jupiter Florida is a deal breaker. That's where Bob Kraft got his... Massage. Well, I was also a little confused because other Tyler, we got footage of him shirtless on a boat in his intro package. Yes, and also and dancing. because yes. he's like, <laughs> okay, I'm with you. So you like Tyler, Tyler G. G. I was totally shocked he got the first one. Shocked until then, it actually led me. To, I'm positive he's not winning based on their date. Mm. We'll talk about that in a second. It led me back to Wikipedia to check like who got the first one on ones from several seasons. It's actually not that telling. The first one on one doesn't mean that much. Oh, interesting. It means more on The Bachelor than on The Bachelorette. Interesting. Yeah. So on Bachelor, yes, I, I see that because like Ari sees Becca first one-on-one. Yeah. yeah. So on Bachelor but, first Blake, one-on-one means Blake a lot. Did, Blake did get it on Becca season. Yeah. But and it does, it's not really, it's not uh, instructive of who's going to win. But it's, but interesting, like Bachelor first one-on-one maybe means a fair amount and on Bachelorette first impression rose means a fair amount. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Because women know, they're not idiots like men. When you know, you know. Mm. Well, and I'm always captivated to kind of look at and wonder in my mind how the editing came into play on because a lot of people who have come off the show have talked about how it's clear that you know they don't want to give it all away in the beginning so they've got to kind of edit and because I'm just yeah. saying this because we barely saw him on night one Tyler like, uh, yeah, yeah and then all of a sudden he had the first one and Tyler one, and G like, that guy right. yes Tyler G Tyler okay. G with the eyes so also you probably didn't notice him on the first night that much because in his bio picture online he looks fine. He looks like a guy that you would like talk to at a bar, but like probably mm-hmm. wouldn't necessarily leave an imp- uh, impact. 
last night. I was like, who is this handsome oh, fellow? That's the thing. It actually has he, been difficult to recognize them based on those horrible photos. I know. He was so handsome. And I loved his like blue button down shirt. Mm. I, I don't know. I just was really into it. And then I, and then I'm just so I'm in the, I'm in the bag for Tyler is what, I, is what I'm saying here. Hannah, please don't pick him. <laughs> so, but next, <laughs> next, I just want to talk about the date. Hannah arrives at the Bachelor Mansion to meet Tyler G. Mm-hmm. She arrives in a really cute outfit that is all white. She's wearing a white denim jacket. She's wearing white jeans. She's wearing um, white sneakers and like a shirt that has some prints on it, but it's mostly white. They get on the helicopter, and then it turns out that their date is riding ATVs through, through the mud. Yeah. Hannah gets extremely dirty. Yes. I recently <laughs> learned about Carrie the stylist and been singing his praises. He's lovely. I need to rethink everything because who puts Hannah in all white for a mud date? Don't you think that was totally the point? It's a stupid point. <laughs> what the fuck? I was just like, this is really, really weird. Yes, she looked cute, sure. And I loved her high ponytail. Yeah. Very Wonder Woman, just adorable. Yeah. And also she was being funny in front of the camera, but all white for a mud date. I'm just like, come on, man. This is not a J. Crew catalog. This is silly. I isn't really, it though? It was just like, it was a hard no. But isn't it? <laughs> Did you notice? Did you notice? You probably didn't because only I'm obsessed with Tyler G now. Mm. He switched to Timberlands for the ATV ride from whatever shoes he had selected for himself. Yeah, Juliet, I 100% did not notice that, but I'm glad that you did. <laughs> and I loved it. I was like, ooh, Timberlands, very 1990s of you. Wow. Okay. I'm glad. You know, every time I see you, I learn a little bit more about what you're into, and I'm glad because I keep my eye open out there. Thanks, man. Okay. Thanks, Lauren. Okay. So, well, is that your only issue with the date? Because I had a different and much bigger issue with the date. My principal issue was her wearing white. Was yes. the white. Okay. I, con- conversely, I'm totally cool with that. Let's show off okay. the mud. It could be an opportunity for him to be like, hey, you have money. Like, take my shirt if you want to, like, if only. you know, wipe off. And then he's shirtless for you. And then that's what, what you know, we if want. If only. If only. I did have another problem, actually. But you keep going. And then we'll see if it's the same one. Okay. My problem was, what the heck did they talk about? Like, here's the thing. I actually felt in watching their date, this in the real world of not reality— would be mm-hmm. a pretty normal, pretty solid first date. Sure. Like, you get to know each other a little bit. You have good conversation. You both feel good. But on The Bachelor, Bachelorette, I was just like, we didn't hear any stories of deep trauma from childhood. <laughs> we didn't Tyler, hear about the last that's breakup. It's because Lauren, he's in, he's studying psychology. He doesn't need The Bachelor to work through it. He's got other tools in his toolbox. Well, maybe he could have psychoanalyzed Hannah a little My bit. My problem was that he spoke to her as if he was 50 and she were like 13. Interesting. I, I just thought that he— the way that he kind of like turned to her and he was and she was like, he's like, what? Let me hear about you. Like, what do you want out of this life? Mm. And she's like, well, I've got dreams. And he was like, okay, let's hear about those <laughs> dreams. That was not that appealing to me. And if, that, if I were in that situation, I'd be like, let's hear about your dreams. Okay. Like I would, whatever. But I thought that was kind of weird. They obviously have no connection and just sort of don't. I it think just went fine. Liked each other. Yeah. yeah. I think it just went fine. And there was no reason to not give a rose. So a rose was given. But, you know, maybe we didn't see, maybe more will be revealed. Again, I think in the beginning, I always am like, how much are we seeing? How much are we not? How much are they trying to have us look one way and, you know, it's distraction? And I will say I kind of wanted to know more. He, I think he asked Hannah about her hopes and dreams and career. Yes. I, I wanted to know more specifics there. I, did. I know. I yeah. did, too. And she's like, I want to be a mom. I want to have a family, which is, like, great. Those great. My dreams, too. Yeah. But— then she's like, but I'm a strong woman. I want to give something my all. I feel like she does want to have a career, by the way. Like, she kind of, like, keeps referencing that she's strong, which I think is cool. 
but like might not know what that is. But that's and that's okay because she's twenty. She's twenty four. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like okay. And I also think I'm not when doing you what I'm what I'm doing now is not what I thought I would be doing when I was twenty four. So like that's cool. But I I do think yeah. that like there is a little bit of a pressure on her to be like a southern homemaker the way she's being positioned right now well and frankly i would imagine that when you do those pageants i mean i never did pageants but they seem very time consuming and that they take up the first few years of your post-college life potentially so probably after that once you've checked once you've like done all you can do there you got to pivot and think okay but what am i like now beginning to pursue as my career yeah right it's just they don't they don't seem like a match and that's okay but she did seem like she really liked it. you know why it's okay juliet i'm right here yes tyler g (laughs) DM me. Tyler They're open. G, Juliet L, A-B-C. I can't believe you thought I was interested in Tyler C. Come on. <laughs> Anyone who begins shirtless in their intro package is an absolute pass for me. <laughs> I liked his dancing. I guess it was okay. I got the feeling, and I'm being honest and I'd love to know the truth, but I'll ask him if I interview him, but... I- I don't know if he actually was that into dancing or if, like, that almost felt to me like one of those great producer ideas, which I commend, where they think, what can we get this guy to do? Like, I, I feel like they showed up and he was doing construction work, maybe, or they that was the setup, and they were like, this this reminds us of that scene of Kevin Bacon in yeah. Footloose. And did, you know did what? Did Kevin Bacon, was he in construction work in Footloose? No, but remember he was kind of in that, like, was it a garage? He yeah, was, like, it was like flipping empty, around. Yeah. yeah, it had the same vibe. And then he said him and Kevin Bacon were offspring. Maybe he meant siblings. It didn't make a lot of sense. A weird one. Tyler C. Yeah. actually had a pretty big episode. He mm-hmm. was like an enforcer against ABC, always Woo! became. But it's interesting. We'll talk about that more in a second. But I feel like the intro packages this season make the least sense with who the people actually are or as we're learning them to be than, than I can recall previously. Because like Tyler C. is way is like not that goofy as far as I can tell. And mm-hmm. and sort of that's why I also wondered if it was a producer construct. Yeah. And he seemed and look, I would rather take a dancer who's a bad dancer. Like, uh, be a bad dancer. I don't care. I just want to have fun. Yeah, I love dancing. But for someone who was like, I love dancing, he wasn't a great dancer, which made me think this isn't ringing true. No, we also had a lot of intro packages for dudes who got sent home Gone. night one, and I was like, paradise. What's <laughs> yeah, I, was, I think so. It's like focus grouping. Yeah, Nick and I, I talked so. about that last week. It's the yeah. it's the only way. Great, do it. It's a franchise. All the shows feed into each other. Do it. Great. Quick, quick detour to paradise. It's currently May twentieth. Paradise begins really soon. They film it in June. Yes, they do mm-hmm. for like a three week period. So get your if you're uh, if you're angling for paradise and you haven't gotten the call yet. I mean, I don't know, man. You should probably be worried. Call, <laughs> call your producer. PBW probably be worried. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I can't stop doing that. Now, exactly. <laughs> how do you? Uh, how did you enjoy the kind of cutaways to the house that they show during um, the one on ones? Always this this time they I felt like they were like really like getting into it. Oh, uh, what do you mean getting into it? It's just like I just feel like there's a lot of like hanging out going on with this group of guys. I feel like they're they showed them like a like a large critical mass of them sitting in the living room together, which I feel like actually doesn't happen. It, it harkened back to JoJo Fletcher season yes, for me. It did. I think those guys That's did that a lot. We had a lot of chat at the house at that time, doing weird stuff, um, which I like. I'm in. It, it mixes up. It literally <laughs> Game of Thrones, but like how they <laughs> talked about how you know at that Battle of Winterfell, they had to mix up what they were given to you. I like when they do it on this show. I, I do don't too. need all date all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with, I'm with you. And also, it seems like this is actually a fun bunch of dudes. I truly, the bar was set low, and they are soaring high. Yeah. I'm here for it. Does this show make you feel old around the same age? Because this season makes me feel older than usual. Interesting. As um, a young bachelorette, but still. 
Like Tyler G, my guy, seemed like a like a too old for everyone else. You know what's interesting is I actually have been sort of surprised to see some of these guys' ages come up on screen because they look older to me. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm not feeling old on yet. these yet. No. Mm. Okay. Okay. Let's move on to the final group date. You shouldn't feel old either, Juliet. Whatever. You know, the, the heart feels what it does. The heart wants what it wants. The heart wants what it wants. Tyler, Tyler G. G. <laughs> Let's talk about the other group date. But first, one more sponsor. What better way to celebrate Hannah B's journey to find love than with something delightfully bubbly? New Cape Line sparkling cocktails have all the flavor you want and nothing you don't. Discover the margarita, hard strawberry lemonade, and blackberry mojito of your dreams with just six simple ingredients and nothing artificial. Go to capeline.com and find out where to buy a six or 12 pack of these beauties. Get them in your fridge and get ready to open up a can of having it all. Welcome to Cape Line. Celebrate responsibly. 2019 Cape Line Beverages, Memphis, Tennessee. We got a roller derby this week. Loved it because roller derby is usually rolled out for the women to compete in. And so Mm -hmm. I was excited to see the men do it. And I was very enchanted to see how horrible they were. Why do you think Fred Willard keeps getting the call back for this? Because Chris loves him. Okay. <laughs> do you know that from Chris? Uh, yeah, he he loves him. He's talked about that. Like, I think the producers love him. I, I think Fred Willard's, I mean. Listen, I'm a, I'm a huge Waiting for Goffman oh, fan. Huge. The, I mean, the mid- An though, improv master. The Midnight at the Oasis scene with him and Catherine O'Hara and Waiting for Goffman is just an all-timer. Something my camp friends and I all love. But I'm done with Fred Willard being my play-by-play guy. <laughs> I'm over it. You know, well, maybe, I think... And I guess he's just very available. Like, what else is Fred Willard up to? That's fair. Okay. And he's a legend. And you know what? Look, we can argue, because there have been some things they do on the show, like when they brought in Air Supply. I think that's something Rob that— Rob Mills. Rob Mills, or maybe, you know, they they have little— Then look, have your moments. You work hard on this show. Have little moments for yourselves of things you like. But I, we don't all have to agree on them. No. And I'm with you that you know, beautiful, wonderful Fred has been around a couple times now. Maybe let's try something new. Yeah. But he's great. So the Derby itself, far less entertaining than the talent show from earlier in the season. And I appreciated that they didn't give it as much time. Yes, it was mm-hmm. short. It was sweet. We moved it along. That's how you know these guys are good because the dates are only were only as long as they need to be. And they're not like, with Colton season, they were often drawn out, I felt. And again, we didn't get that like, I, I didn't, I'm not realizing it until now, but it was sort of refreshing that we just didn't dig too much into, like, remember Annalise and her dollar trauma with so the cars? Stupid. Like, I, I just didn't need it. Was that Ari season? Was yes. That, yes, that was Ari and season. And it was a little funny and it was fine then, but I'm glad we didn't have it on this episode. It I, moved. I liked the pacing of it. Even yeah. that guy who fell a little bit, we didn't like sit in that for too long. Yeah. That guy, his name is Justin. Connor? Oh. Just, he was a Justin. Oh, I was thinking of the guy. Okay, you're right. In case you're wondering. And so, the main event of this date is that they have um, the cocktail party in like a LA furniture store. What was that? It wasn't the usual antique store, I don't think. It it's, was. It did not look like a place that had any type no, of license was, to be selling it food was like or a, drink. It actually, it is the place they go to. It's called Big Daddy's Antiques. It's like on La Brea or something like that. They go there all the time. They do? Yes. This is like, the, this is like off the top of my head, the third time they've used it as a shooting location. Wow. But like, do you want to know what? I would find that fun. I've always wanted to like, you know, how they did this on Dawson's Creek in the OC, like trapped in the mall overnight and then moving north. 
I just always thought that seems kind oh, of fun. Oh, first of all, North with Elijah Wood. What yeah, a film. Of course. I'm so there for that. Yeah. And I'm with you. I, I was in an indoor tangent. I was in an indoor mall recently and it was very unsettling. So many stories. I like how you specified indoor mall. You've been living in LA for too long. <laughs> I truly. I'm here for an outdoor mall and get the sunshine. The indoor mall felt weird. It was like, I felt like I was in an episode of Black Mirror. All the stores in were Chica- closed. The it was Chicago very area? No, it was here. Oh. Yeah. I went there for a screening and it was very uncomfortable. What mall was it? I don't even know. I never know where I'm at. I am. I'm horrible at directions. I GPS constantly. Have you heard about Hudson Yards in New York? No. It's like a new development. It's essentially a high-end mall. Great. Let's go. I was I was there. <laughs> Do a date there. I was, it actually would be good for a date. It mm-hmm. also has like this kind of like Instagram trendy art thing called there The Shed go. right now. I was there a couple of days before it opened. So it was for like a to eat at Kawi, the David Chang restaurant. And Great. shout out to our friend David Chang. Listen to the Dave Chang show. And the mall wasn't done yet. So I was like walking around this mall and it was very creepy. Like it was just sort of like <laughs> everything was like really bright and shiny, but also unfinished. And also it just felt like it was in a different world. It was really weird. It was very misty outside. It was March in New York. It wasn't that nice. Whatever. Yeah, it's weird. It was weird. And it was weird. Kind of like this big daddy setting. And like, yeah, the malls are sort of, sort of starting to feel like antique stores, like of another time. And in this antique store slash, I don't know, they had to bring Sometimes. all the drinks there too. That's the thing to me. They're not selling, like, can we, go, what is this place? Can we go have a drink there? Yeah, uh, I don't know if you can drink there, but it's, I'm pretty sure it's on La Brea and you can, we can go. We I can. just kept thinking it yeah, has sorry. to be so. It's on La Cienega, okay. not La Brea. But we could go and we could just, you know. Check it out. I want to go and I want to clean it. It I just nice. did it. I just kept thinking, and I think this in every antique store, they have a certain smell and I think there's so much dust here. <laughs> and I don't love it. Well, I think the problem with this is that very often it looks like you like fit in or like, the, like they fit in basically. Like uh-huh. I feel like the women are wearing like cute Instagrammy outfits that mm. kind of fit this Instagrammy locale. But the guys did not match it except for one person, Tyler C., the other Tyler who was wearing an amazing gray open cardigan. Did you notice it? I That type of cardigan, I don't know what it's called, but with a kind like of a kind big of, yeah. neck. Yeah, like a shawl collar. I love those. Me too. And Tyler C. looked hot in it. I, I, I Honestly, as we talk this through, the reason I like this season is because the guys are hot. I feel like they're hotter than they have been in a long time. And again, we didn't <laughs> think they were hot after the photos. I know. It's been such <laughs> an improvement. It's been as if we started... With the Game of Thrones last season, and then we came back to the first. That's how this has felt. Like, an uptick. Yes, they really, it's it's <sighs> shocking. Yes. But so, the big drama of this ep, of this date is that ABC, Always Be Cam, <laughs> doesn't get a date this week. Neither him nor Peter. And Peter is adorable, by the way. Peter the pilot. Yes. He didn't know dates. So, I This was powerful for me to say, but I have a new Peter. Goodbye, Peter Krause. I'm oh, here for wow. Pilot Pete. Peter the 100%. pilot. 100%. Double P. Peter Krause, a good sweater wearer, but we're moving on. Peter now Krause we have a would have great in Tyler C.'s sweater. That's mm-hmm. correct. He probably has Tyler C.'s sweater. I think both men and women often are hotter to me in sweaters. Like, hmm. maybe it's something about, like, we're more covered up and it's, I don't know. I just love, like, I love a turtleneck on most people. Like, people look great in sweaters. I love a turtleneck, too. Yeah. I'm, I'm very into the, um, the, trend for women right now, which is the kind of waist length or slightly above the waist, or sorry, hip, mm-hmm. um, crew neck sweatshirt, like the boxy crew neck sweatshirt yes. look with like jeans. I yes. just think that's really cute. Yes. H&M's all in on it right now. Great. <laughs> we got to get to a mall. We got to get to an H&M. <laughs> um, so ABC doesn't get a date. Now they're just Peter, but Peter's been on a lot in these last two episodes, which is, I think, really notable. Like for someone who's had no dates and has the same occupation as another person, we've gotten a lot of 
Pete the pilot. I thought it was interesting that they cut Chasen so quickly at the girl that she cut because we could have had a similar like pageant queen, pageant yeah. queen tension with pilot, pilot tension. And I saw a lot of people saying Chasen is like the grocery store Joe of this year as opposed to box I hate King Box, Joe, Box King Joe. Who was over the top. I hated that guy. I mean, he's definitely going to be on Paradise, right? And it's fine. But Jason seemed solid, and I was a little surprised he got cut on night one. And I don't have a real answer to why on that. But considering Peter doesn't have an insane amount of personality, you're right that he's gotten, like, a fair amount of screen time. And a real baby fair. He's, he's, he's adorable. I'm just saying, but he's not, like, doesn't he doesn't seem like everyone else. I wonder if he wins as a result of this conversation, by the way. Dare I say... He gives me some Ben Higgins vibes. I, I've, I thought I've Ben had on. a bit of a baby face when he was on uh, who can Caitlin re- season. Who can remember? That was four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> you can. You um, know all the all the details. Ben was in Vegas over the weekend per Instagram, and I just oh, hope he survived. Um, oh, I hate Vegas. Sorry. So ABC, always be cam. Yes. I've said that so many times. It's like I'm being paid to say it. If only. He shows up to the group date. Hold on. Always be cape line. Always be cape line. There ABC. we go. <laughs> always be ABDC, always be drinking Cape Line. There we go. Um, so he shows up at Big Daddy's, the antique shop, where I believe they have to bring in their own liquor. And that's on La Cienega. The house itself is in Agora Hills. That's a good, no traffic. That's a good 40-minute drive. Mm-hmm. He commutes in to wow. LA. Much, what a journey. <laughs> much like Chris Harrison last week to come to the do this podcast. And he shows up and the other dudes are pissed. And... This was one of two examples in episode two of the guys just kind of like going off book and just be like, I want to see Hannah now and I'm doing it. And I feel like this is the Colton effect. They decide they want to do something. They Mm -hmm. want to break the rules and they just go for it. And I think production is inclined to make it happen because it's actually good TV. I completely agree that it's great TV. I will say... Colton Effect, I'm with you that it, it's brought a resurgence because this was something I actually, on Colton season, was talking about how I missed. I liked that Elise, ooh, Elisa, Alyssa, I forget her. Elise, Redhead. Yeah. Went to him. Remember, like, I don't, I don't know if you heard of this, but Sid, yeah. Sydney was on the show a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. Elise used to thread her fellow contestants' eyebrows with dental floss. How amazing is that? What a friend. Incredible. What a sister. Seriously, when I heard this, I was like, wow, I love Elise. I wish I had her around my life. What a warrior. Isn't that amazing? Yes. She was one. I was incredibly disappointed that she wasn't at Women Tell All when I showed up there for the taping and to do the yeah. interviews. I bet she'll be in paradise. I hope so. Because she I, and she'd like had a wedding or something, but I, I really wanted her to be there because I really dug her and I liked her story and the way that she left. And the fact that she's a great friend. And okay. that she put on that statement dress for yes. that whole thing. <laughs> what a power move. Yeah. <laughs> and her eyebrows looked great. Sorry. But, you know, she went to Colton, and we've had great moments of that over the years, like Courtney Robertson going to Ben. Or, But I'm, I'm glad that's happening again. I was totally glad that Cam showed up. I loved that the, the one by one in succession confronted him, for lack of a better term, from behind in that camera shot. And I want to know your take on, like, that first confrontation, Cam versus Tyler. But I agreed with Cam. Do it like I, I really hate when people whine about not getting time with the lead. I thought that Tyler handled it really well. He kind of like soft pitches it. Okay. He just sort of was like, Hey man, what's up? Good to see you. Oh, can't believe you're here. And then he's like, Just want to let you know a couple of the guys really unhappy about it. Yeah. I thought that Tyler played it well. That said, it's a fine line between okay. not competing and like going for it completely. And like, I, I think that some 
I feel like last season, if Blake had like played the game a little bit more, he could have ended up winning. Mm. But on the other hand, with someone like ABC, he is like a little bit too aggressive. So it depends on how you play it. I do agree with you. Like you shouldn't complain about getting time. That's the point. But it really only is likable when it's like, like if jo- I can't remember if Jordan Rogers did that with JoJo. No. Well, think, but they were so obviously so into each other and he was likable from the beginning that you're like rooting for it. So it just depends on if yeah. you're rooting for that guy or not. I also think you're right that it's a fine line because, and I'm jumping ahead, but later when he came and totally interrupted her moment with, I think his name was Kevin, and yeah. did that weird chicken nugget rose ceremony of yes, his own. that was really weird. Then that was too much. Tyler came across a little bit like, he was a little mafia in that moment. And Tyler kinda, C. Yeah, and he like subtly scared me. Like he was like, I'm just here to tell you it's not okay. And then he went back to the guys and said something I, I along the it. lines of, you know, now we know. Like he's he's made his presence known and now we're going to treat him the way we're going to treat him. I was like, Jesus. I liked it. I, I have to say, I'm not particularly into Tyler C, but I, I didn't think he, I thought he acquitted himself very well with this whole ABC situation. I, I I think he got a lot of screen time and that was interesting to me. TC. Yeah. Good looking guy, dressed well, liked his gray very, suit he wore. Very handsome. Mm-hmm. And also the kind of, I think he had Ben Higgins vibes. Is that what you said? Oh, no. I thought Pilot Peter, Pete right. had Ben Higgins vibes. Tyler gave me you know, maybe Tyler gave me like a, a little bit more. He gave me kind of a Chase McNary vibe a little bit. He can't, he kind of reminded me of all of insult. JoJo's tops guys rolled into one, but in a good way. I like him so far. That's such an insult to Tyler because Robbie sucks. Like, I'm sorry. Okay. Ro- Robbie just sucks. Well, do you know for sure that Tyler doesn't suck yet? I think it's no, too soon to tell. I don't. You're right. You're also, right. Also, a side note, when Chris Harrison said he doesn't come to LA, mm-hmm. he's a liar. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lauren. <laughs> and scene. Noted. Um, Line drawn in the sand. <laughs> I love this. This is kind of like I'm mediating between a, like a, Truly. a couple. You're a therapist. Me and Tyler G could be your therapist. <laughs> um, I believe Justin, who gets injured on this date, gets the group rose date. Because basically, because yeah. he didn't like wine too much. I didn't love that. I didn't need it. I, you know, I, I don't love the pity rose. And that's how it felt. Hannah is quickly just getting rid of anyone of color pretty quickly. And this is really cynical and hopefully not true. But I do wonder if there's some kind of behind-the-scenes machinations to, like, give Justin the rose as a result. Interesting. I actually, on night one, tell me if you knew, I actually had a hard time keeping up with who actually went home at the rose ceremony. Oh, of course. Who can keep up? Uh, Well, and then I was reading different recaps to, like, check myself. And different recaps had different assessments. And then I went to the site because I actually like on ABC site when they sort of gray out out a picture of who's gone home because I literally can't keep track. I don't think think more men of color went home on the first night than I was aware of because I couldn't, like, keep track. Yes, several did. So that's, like, kind of a bummer. I mean— And I don't want to say she didn't like Justin. That's also, like, really rude of me. But I do think it's, like, something to, something to think about. I'm glad Mike's getting the time he's getting because I really like Mike. I like Mike a lot, too. And I loved him talking to Luke P. And Luke was like, that's a phenomenal question. Mike said, dude, that's a real question. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes, Mike, the voice of the people right now. Yes. Mike seems like he should go to paradise and it's like a really good guy and hopefully will oh. like find an actual good relationship. And be the catch there. Yeah. If he does. I mean, Mike seems like of everyone, the absolute most genuine. And he was very sweet about how he was nervous. And mm-hmm. I, I, I was kind of like doing a mental like winners and losers of this episode. And, and Mike was one of my top winners for sure. Mike, Tyler C, and Jed were kind of like, in my mind, the winners. I like that we've also seen Mike ask Hannah questions about herself, which yes. is always is notable to me when any guy does it in the beginning and also very notable to me when guys don't ask the like, questions the about two, themselves. The two villains so far, Luke and Cam, have not asked Hannah a single thing about herself. Very interesting that you call Luke a villain. 
Oh, definitely. Well, and maybe that's another part of the reason I'm loving this season so much so far. We have a quote-unquote villain very early on. He was seeming to be a villain who also, like, per the season trailer that we all got before the premiere even happened, he seems to go quite far. Yeah. And that is always a captivating season. Totally. Bachelor or Bachelorette. Luke P. seems like he sucks, really. (laughs) I don't like him at all. Uh, Nick hated him. I'm just not a fan. I don't know. It's so hard for me to think anyone is— Look, if you're being genuine when you're saying, I've never felt like this before, you're the most beautiful one I've ever seen, I'm starting to fall in love with you. If you're being genuine and saying that that soon, then I don't trust your judgment of what you think is genuine. Right, like what love is. Right, so so it's kind of a lose-lose either way. Yeah. Where have they been on the show? No, they haven't. I don't think so. <laughs> Won't you show um, me? But I think, coming to Los Angeles. <laughs> we'll be talking about Luke for like I think a, a pretty long time. Yeah, I'm, I which is like for better and for worse. It's entertaining. Yeah, it's fine. There just seem like there's just a lot of people in contention. You know who I really thought we'd be getting more of early on is Connor S, the one from Dallas. Who? Oh God, why is it so hard for me to picture? They him? have a moment together in the. Um, cocktail party at the end this week where he's just like I thought I'd be seeing more of you yes 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 you know what and that that was one of those moments where I think he kissed her at the cocktail party this week right and I thought this does seem like one of those guys I always go back to like I think Ben talked about or maybe Lauren Bushnell talked a lot about how like we didn't see her a ton in the beginning Mm -hmm. that did make me think does this guy go far because and a lot of the leads have said when they kind of feel an instant connection with someone, they almost shelve them a little bit and think, like, I'm going to come back to you later. I have to suss out the rest of these people. Yeah. And that can sometimes create great drama, too, because those people who thought that they should feel confident are like, yeah, why am I not really hanging? nervous. Yeah. That's the Blake syndrome. Yeah. Connor's going to have to come out stronger than Blake did. You make, make your presence and known. And Peter, who's mm-hmm. the, who I just feel like I know really well, probably better than Hannah at this point. Isn't it also wonderful that some of these guys or a lot of these guys seem to have legit jobs? Like, Peter's a pilot. You're speaking my language. When was the last time we had a pilot on the show? I, I hate the lack of employment on of this entire Bachelor Nation. And it, it is seemed like it's rectified in this season quite a bit. I think it's difficult to find a legitimate relationship with someone when you don't know who you are yourself yet yeah and I think that not having a job is key in that and like we talked about that with Hannah I do think pageantry was like something she was really spending a lot of time on so I don't I don't feel the same way about you know her not necessarily knowing exactly what her career path is yet I think she's figuring that out but she has done some other things to figure out who she is it also it doesn't seem like Hannah view has ever viewed this as like okay this is the beginning of my career Mm -hmm. and I think that's a big difference whereas like with someone like even like a Lauren Bush now like I think it did really seem like Pretty quickly, this was like a, a new phase for her. Like now, I now I sell rose and I blog. Yeah. I don't really think that will be Hannah. And like just by becoming bachelor or bachelorette, you immediately are thrust into that world. And and quite frankly, you're stupid to not exploit it for however long you can, two years, whatever, for the opportunities, just the appearance fees, etc. But I don't. I never got the impression that she did it to like launch an influencer career. I'm just glad when people have been doing something. Like, yeah. have you been? Have you been a pilot? Have you been like, hey, I don't know my job yet, but I have been traveling the world for two years. Oh, very cool. Like, I completely have you agree. been doing something? <laughs> I, I I would prefer it if you had a job than travel the world for two years. Pilot but, Pete, <laughs> but you know, do whatever you have fun with. Yeah. Um. I I just it's just been a fun season. And I know. Then, I'm sorry I digressed you from the group the group derby date, which I feel I did. There wasn't much else to say. It was really about ABC. Always be Cam and, <laughs> and him him coming in hot. And then. Finally, let's just talk about the rose ceremony a little bit. She cries at the beginning of it. That was wacky. And she was saying, I'm just so overwhelmed. I'm really sorry. What do you make of that? 
I had only questions and needed so many more answers so, on that. <laughs> my First of all, I was like, this is really sweet. I bet it is overwhelming. Good for her for showing her feelings. And then I was like, wait, what did we not see that happened immediately before this? That's exactly how I felt. I, and whether it was that she was exhausted or whatever, I needed an ITM from her. I needed some sort of voice from her because I felt we were only hearing— like, yes, she was telling them I'm crying or whatever, but you're not going to—it's very difficult to get someone's true emotional state when they're speaking to a group. Yeah. And then I felt like we were kind of seeing her talk to the guys and maybe explain a little more. I don't know. I needed—especially because up to that point, we'd had so many great straight-to-camera moments with Hannah of her saying, like, this is clearly how I feel about this guy. This is a funny comment I'm making. I needed her to tell me to camera why she was crying. I was confused. That was that was very questionable. There was like, it was very clearly like, we're not getting all the information here and mm-hmm. I, I want to know what happened. Yeah. Should you talk to Hannah again, please ask her about that. I will. I'm talking to her tomorrow. <laughs> or talking to her Tuesday. Talking to her Tuesday. I'm so jealous. I, I thought that was really strange. And then she rebounds and she has a massage with Luke and everything's fine. And he was the dessert and he was making her lose her breath and he was... She's really into him. But did not get the first rose in, in the ceremony. That went to Tyler C. I never believe that. I, I always think they can edit that order to change that up. That, of all things on the show, I think is easy to be like, we're going to edit who is named when. I think the first one is hardest, though, because you would catch a rose in some in like, in like the frame. Oh, that's fair. Like a Game of Thrones yeah, water bottle? Yeah, kind of mistake. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, true. Seriously. I'm sure they do edit that, but I think the first one is, is a little hard to tell. Well, and my question becomes, does Luke make it as far as he potentially does, again, based on us seeing the season trailer. I'm going with yes. The sexual chemistry is, like, obviously there. And I always think it goes really far when a contestant is being very clear and strong with how they feel. Yes, because as the lead, it can be so confusing. And for someone to just tell you, I'm into you, in real life, that makes a difference. For somebody to be into you, I think it it can couch your own feelings for that person, just, like, flattery. Yeah, great. I agree with you. Also, I, I think that going to a safe place where you also have, like, insane chemistry, like, that Ooh. person being in a safe place mm-hmm. through this process must be such a relief. Like, it's like finding a safe haven and, like, oh, cool, we're also just going to make out, like, and it'll be really hot for a while. Like, I think it would be hard to say no to that. Well, and you know what comes up on the show a lot is the, like, go with your gut thing? Yeah. Colton talked about it a lot. But I cannot imagine— how difficult it must be. And maybe that's kind of a brilliant move is like that go with your gut is a narrative and it's something we grow up learning and hearing. But then you're in this situation, this construct that is so not normal that how could you trust your own gut in that situation? I know. And maybe that's why it's so great to have someone say, yo, I'm falling in love with you. Like, okay, great. Thank you for the I'm here for you. (laughs) Yeah. I'm Tyler G. Yeah. Anyone else stand out for you in this episode that you were like, huh, that guy, interested. Oh, uh, God, I have to say with this group, I'm also, I'm like very, I think, quickly checking Paradise in my head versus like for Hannah in my head. Yeah. Like, I love John Paul Jones for Paradise. I can't stop watching him. He's funny. He has the looks of a handsome Revolutionary War soldier combined with the vibe of like a surfer skater bro. He also looks like he could have been cryogenically frozen and like recently woken up. Yes, that's what I mean. His, His chiseled face, like it's of another time. And yet he also looks like he could like I don't know, be like your hockey bro. Like, I'd love him, but he's paradise to me. Um, Definitely. Right? Anyone who's kind of like a gimmick is paradise Yes. Uh, what do you think about her feelings for Jed? I think she's genuinely into him. I think that mm-hmm. he also is like probably a type that she's sort of familiar with. Um, like He's like from Nashville and sort of like she probably knows that kind of guy. 
And I think that she genuinely really likes him. She said something about his Southern charm married with his, like, openness. And that was really powerful to me because that is Hannah to me. Like, she has this Southern charm, but yet she wants to be the strong, independent person. She said that on, I think, on live, on AFR, when she was talking to Chris, she said, like, I, you know, I've kind of seen where some women in the area that I've grown up have gone, and and I want to break that. So I was kind of looking at Jed thinking, oh, he's got these, like, Nashville, but he's modern. This is this is a powerful combination for her. Yeah, agreed. I, I think it seems like it's going to work, or could work. But I love this season so far. I do, too. I really do. Even, I needed this after the Game of Thrones I just want to say, so far, Jed is 100% the best option for Bachelor. There's no question. Jed is? Yes. Interesting. There's no question. A Nashville guy, that would be huge. Okay. A Nashville singer songwriter. Okay, let's start Bachelor options. I like this. This I, is always a good conversation I just think far and away, he would be, he'd be different, and he'd have a pretty broad appeal and I, I think he's a good talker, and he wants to be a performer. I just think that it's it's definitely. Jed. Have we ever had a singer, no, as a lead? We, ha- we haven't. Interesting. We have not. I was so yeah. So Jed is up there for me. I'm throwing out Pilot Pete. Pilot Pete is really cute. Yeah, he's cute. He's got a legit job. I we definitely haven't had a pilot What's, since what? Jake Pavelka. Jake Pavelka. Yeah. Let's remake the pilot with Pilot Pete. What's up? It's easy to say. I see the promos. I think Soaring those, into your heart. Also, to your point, both of those dudes have professions. Mm-hmm. So it's a kind of a throwback to when, to the show the way it used to be. Like, this could be your life with this pilot. I would be happy to never see, and I think Scott with the girlfriend had it. If I could never, you know who else had it? Ben Higgins. The profession of software salesman. Yeah. I think they Nick, gave it to Nick, Nick as well. Had it yes. as well. Nick worked for Salesforce. I don't need to see it ever again. I don't know what it means. Yeah. It can't come up in conversation. It's too boring. You know what you can talk about? Flying a plane or singing a song. That's easy TV. <laughs> I feel like a sleeper is Dylan, by the way. Not for Bachelor, but like just in general. Unrecognizable. I truly had to pause when he was in the Speedo because we've gone from, we've only ever seen this man in a white tuxedo like he is, was a crooner from the 50s and then in a Speedo. I didn't don't recognize him. The crooner from the 50s. Love Frank Sinatra. Me too. And I judged Dylan Ford at first, but then I liked him on this date. It seemed, it rang untrue to me at first. I'm giving Dylan top eight, if not top six. Really? I think he's a sleeper pick. Yeah. I'm not going that far. Okay. Uh, who else? Who else do I have in my, I like Mike. I think that Mike could go fairly far. Mike is a, is a shoe in for paradise. There's no question. Okay. Mike is really sweet. Mike is going to like it, be really hurt. He's charming. He's going to be really like upset when he gets dumped by Hannah and Mm -hmm. he'll need to find love in in paradise. And I hope he does. It's hard for me to also not cloud my own opinion like on these season trailers that they give us because you see, and I also get that, you know, social media is going to show like when they film the group dates, it's going to like we're going to have reveals happen from that no matter what. But like, I think we see Jed saying I love you maybe or, or I, I could be wrong here. But like, it seems like we we know who some of the guys who are that go very far based on that trailer. And yeah. I don't know how to feel about it. I kind of wish we didn't. But I'll be honest, I didn't study it that hard. Just see, you, yeah, I think it. you study the episodes more and I really look at the trailer. Yeah. I do. Well, that's, you know, honestly, that's smart because one thing <laughs> I've learned in this job is that people like the anticipation of what's next more than what's already happened. How far do you think Tyler C goes? Not your boy Tyler G, but Tyler, Tyler C. Tyler G is not going far. He's like way too like no, like boring for the show. Um, and he like, he's just like, tell me about you. Um, tell me about your dreams. Mm-hmm. I hope no one ever asked me about my dreams. But um, Tyler C? Tyler C. Sorry, I got distracted. <laughs> I think Tyler C, top six. Okay. 
What do you think? I think he got a lot of screen time and she seems into him. Yeah. yeah. And he's got the sweater. I mean, who says no to that yeah. sweater? And then a gray suit. I love a gray suit. Me too. He, I think he might be the most, object- in my opinion, the most handsome, like most attractive to him. Yes. And I saw somebody say on Twitter, he's not in construction. He's a model. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Unclear. Two, two jobs you can manage side by side. I think we might see more of Garrett. Yes, Garrett for sure. I wrote that down as well. Also loved the shot this week of Garrett and Cam on the street where you could see, like when they were talking outside of Big Daddy's Antiques. Um, (laughs) You could see how many people are present for just like, tracking cam like there were six crew members with abc right there well i think that that's i mean and i loved it one by one it, i was like drink every time a guy comes up and confronts cam in this itm there's no way that they all didn't like they all had to be unaware that someone else had already done it like it was a construct for the show and i was totally a here it was great tv i loved it I was on board for it. I'm totally with you with Garrett. Preseason, before knowing anything about him, I think I picked him for Final Four. Well, from Alabama, yeah. you know. Golf pro. Yeah. Love, love that. Yeah. Just love it. Um, I'm trying to think of anybody else. I it's, think a lot of these dudes will be fun on the show, but we're going to get to the top eight pretty quickly and like not be surprised by who's there. Kevin, who also confronted Cam and who got interrupted by Cam later with the chicken nuggets. Kevin's got like one more week. Well, I think he's like a— Tyler, he's your boy Tyler's like doppelganger, but in a less interesting not way. <laughs> not, yeah, unfortunately. not nearly as good. And also a behavioral health specialist, both into mental health. And I think you see that on the show with like like the pilots. Like it was unusual. And I think the only reason we had both beauty pageants last season was because beauty pageant queens was because Kaylin and Hannah had such a history, like yeah. roommates, so much. It was like real housewives. Like they had such yeah. a true history that it made for great TV. But most of the time, you don't have those two similar guys stick around. Like I remember uh, Luke Pell talking about how he was painted as the veteran on JoJo season. He had intended, he said, to go on the show as a country singer. But right. James Taylor was the country singer, so you couldn't have two. Right. There can only be one. So let's goodbye to there Kevin. There can only be one Tyler G for you. Uh, for me, exactly. Uh, Lauren, thank you so much for coming today. Hope you'll be back this season. Oh, please have me back. Chris is coming back for his time with his next haircut. That's what he promised. Uh, so just so you know, in case you're wondering, um, <laughs> I will be back on Thursday. And- I'll be, you know what is funny, Juliet? And I'll just tell you, I listened to your podcast with him uh, before this on my way into work this morning. And he said, like, I was surprised you didn't grow me more. And I was only hoping you would grill him more because I, I like watching him squirm a little bit. Oh. And, and you are a smart person, and I knew you could, but you scared him a little bit. I liked it. All right. Well, mm-hmm. next time I'll ask him the hard questions. You know, you got to make him feel comfortable, and then— and then Oh, yes! Attack! Just kidding. I would never do that. Yes. Uh, thanks again to all of today's sponsors. <laughs> I'll be back on Thursday. Juliet, thank you so much for having me. It's always a treat. You know I adore you. And Tyler G. should, too. <laughs> 